after the action, it's your reaction. 0141-951-1025. Clyde One Super Scoreboards Open Line. Hugh Keevans, Mark Wilson, Gordon DL are in the studio. Alex Ray is at Ibrooks having watched Rangers against Celtic, where Brendan Rogers side leave with a 1-0 win, three points. And a, a four point gap over their Glasgow rivals At the top of the table Heading in to the international break We are opening the phone lines right now Until four o'clock So get in touch and let us know What you made of it In game What were the big talking points? Kyogo's goal How good was it from your perspective Celtic fans Rangers fans What was the defending all about Thereafter Who was good Who wasn't What about Rangers Disallowed goal For an apparent foul On Lager Bielka I think that might get you All arguing with each other And then the bigger picture How does this reflect On Michael Beal What does this say About the strength Of the two teams How does this set us up Going forward What's to be answered Hugh I don't think that you can lose Heavily Midweek And go out of the Champions League and then lose to a makeshift Celtic side Minus so many players because of injury Forced to make two changes during the match Because of injury And still you can do nothing about it It exposes Michael Beale It exposes the signings he made in the summertime Because they did not deliver for him And he is in big trouble with the Rangers supporters it, It's not the end for him But it could be the beginning of the end for him Alex Ray, is that what you expect to come through from Rangers fans? We don't tend to do calm levels of understanding on days like this. Yeah, I think the level of discontent that was shown, and to be fair, Gordon, there was a, a large proportion already left by that stage. So, um, listen, it's very difficult when you're in these situations as an old firm manager when you're uh, out of Europe, then you lose to your biggest rivals with the greatest respect to a makeshift backline. Um, you know, I think there was an expectation today from Rangers fans that they could most certainly get something from the game. But the one thing about the Celtic team, Gordon, is they have the know-how to, um, you know, see out games, grind out results. Uh, and with that quality at the top end, I said at the start, it kind of panned out in some ways the way we felt as if it was going to. Middle to front, Celtic are very good. Defensively, they were a wee bit ropey today, but Rangers just didn't have that quality uh, to capitalise obviously they get the, the two goals but one was clearly offside and again we'll debate that one uh, with Dessers and Roof situation uh, but in the main they didn't really tr tr uh, trouble Joe Hart too many there was a time in the second half where Joe Hart's swiftly out and he gets that so they didn't ask enough questions and, and the, there's more questions for the Rangers manager and these Rangers players because these players are letting the manager down Gordon because they were all brought in for decent dough in the, in the summer decent money uh, and they're not performing at level required. Let's go straight to the phones. Billy is a Rangers fan in Springburn. Billy, what, what what's the feeling after that? Are you frustrated? Are you angry? How, how would you sum up how you feel? I'm really frustrated. I think Bill needs to go. I think he's bringing in uh, uh, quantity instead of quality. Billy struck a pass together today in the midfield. I mean, defence, usual, mediocre, and against, playing against a mediocre Celtic team. That should show how bad we are. Uh, to me, you know, un uh, unfit Morelis would be in that forward line when what the rest of them would be. Is that the the word you use, Billy? Frustration. Is that where it comes from? Because let's be honest, you and your, your fellow Rangers fans, you were annoyed at, at the PSV game, but you felt confident today, didn't you? It's the hope that kills you. Well, you're playing at home. I mean, you say again, you're hoping the best, but I've seen nothing. I've seen the improvement in this team. And Van Brockhorst got sacked for less. Quite honestly, I mean. Well, Alex Ray, it's the, it's the first call and it's a, it's maybe an indicator of a large section of the Rangers fans. I don't know. Is it is it is it early to be 
properly questioning Michael Beale's role? I think there'll be a, a real source, uh, and, 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 and Billy touched on it, a uh, source of frustration. Uh, there will be people who come on and say they want a change now. Um, I think it's a bit premature. I don't see the board actually, you know, sanctioning that, having given them so much money in the summer, having went out and actually kind of paid money to QPR to secure his services. Um, but there has to be a dramatic uh, upturn in the performances because there hasn't been a level of consistency game on game where you're thinking, right, OK, it's clicking together. I've seen that today, you know, and, and I mean this for both teams, obviously we're, we're, we're talking uh, about, there was times when there was some deep, good passages of play, but in the main, the level of quality on show was really poor. It was, you know, uh, and as I said, and from a Celtic perspective, it's about winning the game. That uh, uh, That's the be-all and end-all. But the lack of quality, particularly in, in a strange kind of way, where you have all these quality players at Rangers' disposal and they're going from back to front, particularly in the first half, which I found a, a strange tactic, um, you know, because you've got Raskin, you've got Cantwell in the middle of the park, uh, you've got Kmar Roof guys who like to pop the ball and get in, but it became more of a fight. Uh, maybe they just felt as if they got back to front, they could maybe bully the Celtic back line, but I think you've got to be looking for more there on, in terms of style of play because, you know, we hear about how good Michael Beale is as a coach, but you're looking for that identity and that kind of rhythm on the park and it doesn't seem to be there. That sort of Beal out mentality, Billy, do you think, is that, is that heat of the moment? Is that something you you think you'll still wake up with tomorrow morning? I've been saying it for the start of the season, I've seen the improvement. He's bought a lot of, as I keep repeating myself, he's bought a lot of a, a quantity, and quality. He's not replaced it, he's not replaced Morelos. I know Morelos had a, uh, his, his fitness, and that, I mean, but what about Morelos? He'd always get a game, even when things are not going through. The forward line's mediocre. The defence is still losing goals. In the midfield, they're not passing a ball. They went for route one with knee height. With knee height in the forward line, what are you going to route one for? I think he did that because he suspected that Lagabioka and Scales wouldn't be able to stand up to it all day. Uh, and he was wrong and he was let down by the players. The, the signings have been called into question tonight. Danilo. Dessers, Lammers, who had a bad miss, they've all been called into question, and that's on the manager as well because he said that he had signed a a group of players to re-energise and revitalise Rangers. They've played four league games. They've lost to Kilmarnock. They've now lost to a makeshift Celtic at home. He's got six points from a possible twelve. He's got Europe coming up to meet him. Because he dropped out of the main competition Now he's into the Europa League Real Betis will be first up at Ibrox I think if he lost that game at Ibrox That would be the start That's what it sums up to me here It's simple for me I look at what 8-9 summer signings come in I would love a Rangers supporter to come on this phone in And tell me what one excites them Because I've looked at every single one of them And I'm all for give people time and whatever But these games are coming thick and fast They're important games to Rangers as a club Every Rangers supporter in this country that supports Rangers Are the ones that went along there today Expected Rangers to win this game And some of them expected to win it comfortably And I can understand why I read a lot of things about Celtic I spoke to Celtic supporters That were so concerned We had people on this phone and saying we would take a draw because of the situation. We're not playing well, be knocked out of the cup with Kilmarnock. We've got a lot of injuries to our defence. And yet the pitch up at Ibrox today, they walk away, three points and a clean sheet. 
Someone will need to tell me the summer signings. Who excites them? Who who is the one that's going to be the standout? Because Michael Bale's crying out for someone to come on and bail him out today, and nobody in that pitch, his new signers, are able to do it. Yeah, and they get pass marks for Rangers, Alex. See, the, the only listen, and this will be it, the only one that's stood out for me so far as a goalkeeper. Yeah. Sorry, Alex. Sorry, I apologise. Yeah, I, I, that's, I agree that's with only, that. And, and listen, obviously, you've got Balligan, who's not really kind of featured much. Um, but in the main, I take Dazzy's point on board because you're looking at the marquee signings, Danilo. You're looking at Dessers, Lammers, guys you've paid a lot of money for. Seamus come with a big reputation as well, and he's flattered to deceive as well. Dowell is sporadic earlier on. So in the main, and this is what I said post-match, I say the players are letting them down. Uh, and it's not necessarily just uh, aimed at the, the, the signings that come in in the summer because it's a collective thing. There's other players as well that are not playing at the levels now. Raskin and Cantwell, for me, from January uh, up until May, you thought, right, well, that's a very uh, nice little start. They've hit the ground running so forth. They are not dictating the match like they were doing in the opening few months. Mm. I, I'm not quite seeing that level of performance from they two either. Is that on so, them, Alex? Or, or today, what were they, I mean, were they asked to dictate it today? When you think of the, the approach Rangers took, yeah, yeah. Well, listen. I, I think in the second half, I think Rangers tried to play a little bit more than the, granted in the first half, Gordon, because identified that they were a bit back to front. And uh, obviously, when Dessa comes on, then you lose that physical. So Dessa's come off, you lose that physical. So they're trying to pop that about. But I'm still not seeing the two guys dictating and driving uh, forward. Like uh, you, you, a prime example would have been that uh, Cantwell at the end. He gets a brilliant opportunity from a diagonal from Yuma's. And it's tepid, to say the least. You know, you're looking to try and drive that back across goal to the far second post, and he doesn't do that. So it's, it's okay kind of digging people out, Gordon, and you're telling the new arrivals, and they haven't hit the ground running. But the guys that are here as well still mm. have to be responsible as well. Uh, okay, let's thank Billy. John is an East School bride. John, how would you sum up your feelings as a Rangers fan having watched that? Uh, terrible, 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 terrible. I think uh, if I can say this, uh, Michael Beale has had his chance. He'd probably be better off with Ian Beale and Catherine Beale for his senders. That's the thing. But can I say this? Rangers have been going backwards for long enough, and the 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 same Michael Beale has been doing this. Is Stephen Gerrard been doing that? How? Why did we not give Stephen Gerrard all the money that we're giving Michael Beale now? To guys to who who want to, oh, I've got a point to prove. No, 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 no. You you don't prove a point with spending that amount of money. No chance at all. No chance at all. We should have gave Stephen Gerrard that money, and we do still what we're doing. We went backwards for a simple reason. Young boys of uh, Switzerland, they're now in the Champions League. We spanked them. Royal Antwerp, yeah, we beat them and all in the Europa League. They're now in the Champions League. We can't get near that now. And we are not we are just not good enough to beat a two Bob Celtic defence with the players that we've got. Nah, Michael Beale is not the answer. Well, I don't know what Kathy and Ian's credentials um, are to be to be quite frank. Um but yeah, I think the first two the first two callers though do indicate the feeling of the majority of the Rangers supporters, I think, they're looking at Michael Beale and saying the new signings aren't mm. working 
And it's down to you Because you signed him There's no point in going on about Stephen Gerrard Stephen Gerrard got out of Rangers yep. What he wanted Which was a move to a big English club Does the weight of That point though Or that opinion Not Carry itself heavier after 10 games or 12 games You know if you sit and So for a second I don't care if it's Michael Beale Or it's Rangers If you allow a manager uh-huh. To bring in Eight players In a transfer window do, do you then talk about Sacking them Two days after that window closes I think We have to bear in mind Today <coughs> The The Parallel universe In which we live If you go down At home To Celtic And a Celtic team Missing several top class players And a Celtic team forced to make in-game repairs Because of injury to both fullbacks And a defence that has lived on its luck Lived on its nerves, call it what you will And you could not Having brought on even more of your summer signings You could not make an impression on them Then it's the, the game like no other This fixture, the derby Rangers versus Celtic If you are abominable in that game And Rangers were That's where Michael Beale now You heard the reaction of the crowd mm. And the Rangers players around the park That was open hostility towards the Rangers players From the Rangers supporters So that's why Michael Beale Is now under severe pressure Yeah I think he'll come under pressure I, don't, I agree with you Gordon I don't think Rangers are going to You know um, Pull the trigger on him I think the Rangers fans tonight will be very angry, frustrated, everything, because they thought that they'd get into this game this afternoon, they were going to win the game, pick up three points. Everything was in their favour, let's be honest about it. I do concern myself over the, the shinings. Um, I do concern myself over what Michael Beale's trying to, you know, his game plan is. I don't see it. I look at the other side of it today, you watch some of the, the passing, the movement that Celtic were producing and you could see that was worked on the training ground now Alec has already said it and I've heard it a million times and I don't deny it I don't doubt it Michael Beale is a very very good coach but I don't see that in his players in a match day mm. and, and, and I think that you know I was looking at this game today and you've got to first half I totally understand Celtic have got two guys in the middle of the defence let's test them let's go long ball but you've got to have Plans where you mix it up, you play through the middle this of the park. Rangers like, have got good strength in the middle you, of the park. You guys know more about how these things work out. So, to a simple football fan like me, just because you want to test a back two, it doesn't mean you keep lumping balls. 100%. Them. Can you not move them around? Can you not slide balls down the side of them? Can you not the try problem, and draw them into yeah, areas that for, they don't want to be in? For Rangers fans today going along, yeah. You see that at the start And I think you accept that tactic at the start But you're totally right Gordon There's there's more ways to, to get a makeshift back line Than just going direct But the problem is They saw it in day one of the season Away at Kilmarnock We stood here and watched that first half And we were going Wow I didn't expect Rangers to be working on this all summer And that is I think the main problem That those Rangers fans we saw Voicing their concerns is mm-hmm. Since he came in In the big games The bigger games you struggle to put your finger on what the kind of style is for Rangers. Now, over the summer, where you get the period then to work with your players and your new signings, I think the Rangers fans hoped for a style, even if you lose games. And I don't think they're seeing it, never mind the personnel, I don't think they're seeing the reflection of manager on the pitch. 
Thank you very much to John in East Kilbride We're going to speak to Andy who's just left the game I don't think he's pleased with what he saw We'll hear from him next The games are over The talking begins 0141-951-1025 Clyde One Super Scoreboards Open Line Hugh Evans, Mark Wilson, Gordon DL in the studio Alex Ray at Ibrooks for now We'll uh, keep him until he gets chucked out And hopefully we'll hear from the managers quite soon as well I know that Andy is at Ibro- or is from Ibrooks, sorry Andy, how do you feel as a Rangers fan after that? What sort of words spring to mind if you keep them clean? Hi, good afternoon Yeah, I'm actually about to drive back to Newcastle So I've got a three hour contemplation of what <sighs> I just saw Oh no um, Incredibly disappointing. I've been a Bill supporter and he had time last season. I think we gave him a lot of money. And I think for me, as extreme as it might sound, I know it's a popular opinion, that's that's time for him to go. I don't think the gamble's paid off. I can't see any idea like it's going to pay off. Last year, Postacoglu started with, what, three wins, a draw and three defeats, or two years ago, sorry. But you could see what he was trying to do with that team. I can't, and no other Rangers fan can see what Bill's trying to do with this side. I can imagine trainings for a lovely one-touch passes here and there because they keep trying to do that same goal that never pays off in a game and it's just not working out. Um, Butland seems to be the only player there who seems far too good for the SPFL already. But for me, I think the board needs to, to really you know, own up to this. It's not this board's mistake. Bill needs to go tomorrow. And for me, take the Europa League money that we've banked and look at Graham Potter. Would he come to Scotland and, and give us a couple of years' contract? Um, I don't know who else is out there, but... I would make the change now because that was a very poor Celtic side as well. And I think Celtic fans know they got away with one today. They were extremely poor and haven't looked the same side, but we never laid a glove on them. And that, that can go on. Is that a legitimate complaint, Murray Gordon, about seeing what's trying to be done? Um, I know that this is different because Michael Beale's been here a while. It's not mm-hmm. like he's just in the door. But if, if we're talking about you know sort of a new team or whatever at the start of a season... Remember when we saw Ange Postacoglu come in and everyone said, well, like Celtic are losing games here and they're not getting results, but you could quite clearly see like what the plan was and then before long it clicked and they were up and running. But Andy's sort of worry here is like, I don't see it. It's not like I see something that's close to working and just needs fine-tuned. Andy's saying, I don't, I just don't see well, what I, the plan is. I said that a couple of minutes ago. I'm not doubting for a minute that Michael Beale, because I've heard so much about how good a coach he is, but I do not see that going from the training pitch to the match day pitch. Now, I think he's been caught a little bit in the transfer window. And the reason why, I think he had this game plan about he was going to play the midfield with two in front and one up top and his wide uh, areas would be his fullbacks. All of a sudden, because if you look at the players that he brought in, all of a sudden then he was grasping for a, 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 a winger. He brought in Matondo out of nowhere. Um, we all thought he was going to leave the building. He was talking about he needs a replacement for Ryan Kent. So I think he's been caught a little bit with his signings. I think he's overloaded in, in the one position for me. But surely that falls in him. That falls in the manager. Listen, that's a, well, I've not said any different. I'm, so I'm you're saying he's been caught. Yeah, yeah. What does that I, th- mean? I think I think he's got to take the responsibility for that, Mark. I think he's got it wrong. Now, if you're the, you're talking about. Guys, we've been in the game, we've coached in it. It doesn't mean to say we're a lot better than MDLs, but you get a fair idea of Alex sitting at Ibrox as well, being in the management game. But you're talking about guys that just want to go along and see their their their, their team playing nice football and winning games or whatever, coming on this phone and, and they're identifying saying, do you know what, we can't see what this Rangers manager's trying to do. 
We don't know what You look at Celtic for instance It's quite easy to see the way that Brendan Rodgers is trying to tweak one or two things Whether you believe in them or not You think they're right or wrong Kyogo coming off Some of the link up play today McGregor, Wideras And then another midfield player running You don't see that with Rangers just now And I keep getting back to this I hear day in day out About how great a coach Michael Beale is Well I think the Rangers fans are wanting to see that Transmitted over to the pitch Andy makes very lucid points The most important of them being that he doesn't see These guys in the fullness of time Being up to the job Whatever the job is And Andy is a third caller in a row now To say it's time up He, He won't get Graham Potter I don't think Because I think Graham Potter would think he was a multi-millionaire by virtue of the fact that he got sacked by Chelsea I don't think that he would be up for mm. Scottish football Brendan Rodgers came to Scottish football here yeah, And Brendan Rodgers I don't think will be short of a few bobs Especially when he's got the belts that he's got um, And he's been the Liverpool manager He's been down at Leicester in the English Premier League Leicester. So I, he's come I up to Scotland I don't want to spend too much time debating Michael Beale's successor While well, he's no, still here exactly. So Maybe, maybe at some point in the near future. Um, Andy, are there, is, are there any of the new players that, well, let's, I think everyone accepts Jack Butland looks good. You mentioned it. Is, is there anything at all? Is there anything in there that gives you a, a bit of optimism? Just just to be fair, a little bit of optimism in getting Graham Potter, and I'll go back to the point, uh, was Hugh Evans did say the day after Ange Postacoglu left, there was no chance Brendan Rodgers would rejoin Celtic categorically. He did. <laughs> um, so, you know, a broken clock twice, twice a day. But I, did, but I did tell you that Lee Johnson would get the bullet after the, oh, the game. You've got to live off one decision. Anyway, Andy, but, what do you uh, think? Any signs? Gordon. Yeah, um, Butland's superb. I think there's... There's, there's players there, but I don't think they necessarily work in what Bill's trying to do. I think Danilo looks like a good player. From what I've heard from people I know who know folks at the club, Danilo wasn't one of Bill's initial targets and wasn't in the plans and came up a little bit later in his thinking. And it seems like he's went for it anyway. And the best analogy I heard was, well, given Michael be a tenant, they go to the shops and get bread and milk. And he's went and bought all the chocolate instead and not came back with the essentials. <laughs> he's loaded up on strikers and not looked at the other parts of the team, particularly an ageing defence that need replaced. Listen, I'll take, I'll, I'm up for any creative analogy. The, Alex Ray, any time a manager is questioned, it always comes down to, are the players good and he's not getting the best out of them? Or are the players not that good and therefore is he the man that signed them? The, the, those are the kind of, if you can boil it all down, that, that's usually the most important discussions to have, is it not? Yeah, I think I think one of the key things for me is is you could judge by who you bring in the door and and listen. One of the things I think it was the Dazzler was saying that Matondo was actually brought in, but I think he was prior to uh, Michael Beale uh, getting here. I think that was the summer, last summer he came in. So, but in in general, the actual personnel haven't um, hit the ground running. Gordon, now people are talking about the style there. I think Andy's an interesting one because. The style that they try and play is the one that they played under Stephen Gerrard, which is a 4-3-3. So they're clearly missing Borna Barisic on that left-hand side because you will get a guy there today in Sterling who kept checking back on his right foot because he can't search, search the outside. Then, then you look at the top end. Now, Rabi Matondo's actually... I think he was probably on the way out the door, Gordon, and then he, he, he managed to showcase a couple of performances and people thought, oh, we need to get him, and then there was a clamour for width. But the width tended to come from your fullbacks, yeah, and then they used to try and play like Kent coming in the park and 
the same on the other side. So for me, it's about the personnel playing within that system. And, you know, Rabi Matondo gives you the width. But, you know, I, d I don't quite see that that's the way that they want to play going forward. Um, because it's usually the with the inverted front three and then you have your wingers or the guys going out the outside. And I just don't think they have the personnel currently at their disposal to actually get some sort of rhythm going forward with that. But it doesn't take away from the individual performances that are actually nowhere near the level because the fact that we're actually talking about Jack Butland, you know, with a couple of callers and myself, Dazzler's mentioned that Jack Butland's the only guy. Now, that says a thing in itself. You know, John Sewer, as well, over the last couple of weeks, has also made mistakes. If you think about the, the, the PSV, you you look at Conor Golson, you look at Tavernier today, making individual mistakes which weren't punished. So it just generates an anxiety when you're trying to chase down a, a team that are already in the lead. Um, and I didn't think they asked enough questions throughout. Now, it'll be really interesting to see what Mike Beale says about all this because ultimately, as I said at the top of it all, the, the players are letting him down, but the buck always stops with the manager. Yeah, and I mean, Andy, is that is that where the worry comes? Because you, you've said, you know, none of the new signings apart from Jack Butland are really filling you with optimism. Even if it was about, at this stage, finding the best of a bad bunch, it, it feels like Michael Beale can't do that yet. You know, we mentioned, so Matondo will look sharp, so he gets a start, but then it doesn't work for him, so he comes off. And Kamar Roof was excellent against Ross County, so he starts, but then he comes off today and it didn't really work, and... Lammers will come on and not take his chance and Sima has that great goal against PSV but are any of the attacking options doing enough to, to take their chance Andy when it comes around? No, I think I was talking to the guys next to me today and I thought Dessels looks like the type of player in a few months we might turn around and go he was just unfit at the time I know he had an ankle injury he was nothing and had a bit of a lack of pre-season but he looks like he's running through mud and treacle and he's always just a half yard away from the ball. I know it was unlucky. Two lovely passes again that could have been assists today. I've heard the second one that got chopped off potentially was the Celtic boy making the foul on Dessels and he went down, but I've not seen it back, so I don't know. But again, it's all a spots and maybes and it's now week after week after week of that was unlucky. If that had just gone in, but come Christmas and come next May, that turns into a 18 points behind Celtic and we're unlucky we've lost out on another league title we lose out in a cup semi-final, no doubt, down the line to an Aberdeen or a Hibs or someone. And it's another season where we're trying to rebuild. We've spent a load of money. Where are the players there to be sold on? Because, again, you've got, you've got an ageing Barisic, who I know Alex Ray was saying he was checking back. Uh, Dion Sterling was checking back a lot. Barisic lives in checking back. It's all he does is turn around and pass it back. Other than the odd time he gets up the park and whips a ball in. But today, whip a ball into who? All the headers were tame. So, for me, the, the defence is the issue, I think, for a lot of things right now. The coaching, yes. Barisic needs to go. Contract up at the end of the season. I think we need to be looking at moving Goldson on. Thank you, but he's clearly lost a half yard of pace. in Tavernier, for me, I'm begging a Saudi Pro League team to come in with a couple of million pounds and take Tavernier off our hands because, thank you, but he's ultimately going to leave us with one league title, one Scottish Cup, eight years or nine years of service in a Europa League final. Thank you, but we need to move on from that. Well, it must be bad if the new signings are getting it, all the old players are getting it, the manager's getting it. Andy, do yourself a favour, pull over at the service station, get a wee coffee, calm down, and we'll speak to you during the week. Cheers, Gordon. Good man. That was Andy, somewhere between Ibrox and Newcastle. We spoke to him for quite a while, he might be at 
I don't know. Uh, services by now. I've got to say, Andy did very well there because if I was Andy driving, makes a lot of clear points. if I was driving back yeah. from Newcastle and I just witnessed that, and that was my team, I think I'd have went a bit further. Well, I mean, look, not, he wasn't hysterical in nope, any way, but he, but he has uh, condemned hmm. Rangers' defence there: Tavernier, Goldson, Barisic, uh, who wasn't even playing today. Uh, but the problem that Michael Beale has The window has closed You are left with what you have I'm not naive to think that you know Sometimes it is easy to hear the, the loud Extreme views on, on Michael Beale in this instance Or whatever else after the game I, I get that uh, Is that Craig and Moody's burn? Is that the stage it's at? Are, do all Rangers fans feel this way about Michael Beale at the moment? Is that the impression you're getting? It is um, Good afternoon guys I actually seen the producer there I gave my season ticket away On the seat sub um, Rangers do Because After Wednesday I was like I feared the worst um, For me It was reminiscent of that That game um, When Lennon was the manager If you remember And, and Gerard, um We lost 2-0 at home And everybody was turning up Saying oh it's Neil Lennon You know we'll run over them easily Because like, I think we ended the previous season We'll win over of them. So it's a very bizarre feeling to me today. And as I say, after Wednesday, I was just completely scunnered. But um, it was one of the points that I think it was Alec made earlier, uh, Alex Ray made earlier, saying that, um, that, that about Cantwell and Raskins. For me, this happened a lot um, when Gerard was here. And supposedly, you know, Beale was a you know tactician guy. A player comes in and they hit the ground running. Um, for example, Joe Aribo, and then after a few games. It's it's coached out of them. Todd, Todd Cantwell today was playing it right back at one point, covering a 31-year-old James Tavernier trying to do what he was doing well three years ago, bombarding down the way. By the way, I thought Tavernier was, you know, one of his worst games um, for me against Celtic. Day. I thought he just, I don't know if it was after Wednesday or what it was, but he's constantly just looked shot. And every time he had a misplaced pass, the fans were on his back and you could see it was like getting to him. But for me, I, I think Michael Beale is very... You know, he talks a very, very good game. He's not a manager. Um, and to answer your question, I think the fans actually turned on him today um, when he took Roof. Why he took Roof off, I've absolutely no idea. And if you heard the fans' reaction to that, and then he was straight up the tunnel at the end of the game, and you know, you could quite clearly, uh, quite clearly hear what was being shouted at him on the telly. And I'm, I'm sure you don't need a lip reader to see what the fans were shouting at the players who are going round at the end of the game. So. For me, when that happens, it's only a matter of time. Um, he's not going to get sacked during the international break or anything ridiculous. And I think he might potentially, you know, if he gets to the final league cup, he might see Christmas. But for, for me, just a, a, a point on this this new team nonsense. And for me, it is nonsense because there was only Sterling. Sterling wouldn't have played if Barisic was fit. There was only Dessers that started from the summer signings outfield. Butland, I was asked the producer, you know, um, for me, Jack Butland's the only one that's impressed me so far. And you could see him at the end of the game. He must be thinking, he said, what have I walked into here? You know, we're 1-0 down in the 93rd minute injury time and Goldson and Souter are passing the ball about, about at the back and he's screaming at them, get it forward. And I just do not see what the, the, the formation is. Bill started this 4-2-2-2 formation in pre-season, which was boring. Um, he then tried that in the Champions League qualifiers and, Oh, it's a new team gelling This, that and the other um, Why he's playing Todd Cantwell so deep I've got absolutely no idea But he's now switched to this 4-3-3 three, three. And at the end it was, it, was, it was like dead man walking stuff He was just throwing everybody onto the pitch at the end To try and get a goal But it was just the same thing Get the ball wide and cross into the box 
Just, yeah, Craig, do you know you make a lot of good points And I'm conscious of the fact we're close to the break So I'll get Alex's reply um, well, Let's pick one of those issues, Alex Let's go Todd Cantwell Because he's much talked about Rangers fans had such high hopes for him this season Is he underperforming himself Or is Michael Beale not getting the best out of him? For me, uh, I think he's underperforming Gordon. I don't think he's hitting the, the levels um, Going back to the Craig's point Where if you're playing in a midfield three and the ball finds its way, whether it's Raskin or whether it's Cantwell, you then have to be the guy that engages and tries to help out your fullback, because the Kmar Roof is not going to be the guy that tracks back, and on the other side, Rabi Matondo tries to get back, but ultimately they leave it to the outside midfielder or the both fullbacks to deal with, and that's the reason why Cantwell is finding himself there now. That's okay, out of possession, but there was times where, and I take Craig's point on board, where he's the one that's then jumping to become almost like the right back. And I was I, I was with Andrew uh, McLean here at the game, and I'm thinking to myself, why is he so deep? I couldn't believe it. Now, I'm, I'm under no illusions that Michael Beale's not telling him to be the right-sided centre-back, effectively, the outside one of that three there, because you want him middle to front where he can do the damage, and he's better, uh, you know, uh, kind of... Better to, to, to go and capitalise and go and hurt the opposition going because that far, 80 yards for goals is not going to uh, impact that. So for me, I think that's a player that makes that decision to then drop down to that particular part of the, the field. We'll agree to disagree on it. Thank you, Craig. Thank you, Alex. For now, we will stop for breath and get back in touch with you just after these. After they play, you have your say. 0141-951-1025. Clyde One Super Scoreboards Open Line. Hugh Keevans, Mark Wilson, and Gordon DL are here. Alex Ray still at Ibrooks. We won't keep him too much longer, but hopefully we'll hear from the managers very soon. Indeed, John is a Rangers fan. John, there's a lot been said about you know managers and styles of play and recruitment and all that. Um, we've not really spoke about some of the big talking points. What did you make of the goal Rangers got disallowed in the first half? I think that's. For me as a Rangers fan, I normally always put my hands up. And there's something right, there's something right, I'll admit it. Don Robertson today is one of the most blatant, obvious signs of of one one manship I've ever seen in Scottish football. How can I put my leg in front of you, get the ball in possession, then you kick me in the leg and it's the foul for you? It, it makes no sense. In any rule I've ever read for refereeing, it makes no sense. Maeda elbowed Cantwell in the face, and it's a, it's a foul for, it, for them again. It, it's so blatantly obvious. I now contemplating that we need to go down the Greek route and bring in foreign referees to referee these matches. I think uh, disappointment is getting the better of John. You know, he's incorrect in his reading of the situation regarding Lagabielka. Uh, it, it, it was a foul. Um, would, would you concede that falls into the at least debatable category, though? Because I'm not sure we're going to get no, anywhere I, on this I, I, elbow by Dyson Maida. But look, no. it feels like there's at least a debate to be had on the, the well, goal. Well, you know, to have a debate, uh, you need to have people who say it was a, originally a foul by the Rangers player and that's my contention it was a foul in the first place by the Rangers player I think when we go on and on about Don Robertson uh, it's the last resort of a disappointed man John is obviously very disappointed that Rangers lost but Rangers didn't lose because of Don Robertson the referee they lost because of nothing other than their mm. own incompetence 
It was certainly a big moment, Mark. Did you? Yeah. How would you? I mean, John's so clear that it, it it should have stood, and I'm sure some people will be equally clear the other way. <clears throat> Is yeah. there any middle ground? I don't know. How do you feel? Um, look, I think it was a foul. When you when I analyse that, when Dessers comes along and, and sniffs that he can get a touch of the ball, I think if Dessers' foot. Is closer to the ball or almost on the ball and Lager Bielka uh, kicks him then Dessers is probably nearer to being in control of the ball but I think his foot's too far away so when so Lager Bielka like is at like the start of his backswing to use the golfing yeah, and analogy and he's coming or... down and Dessers right. is still a bit away if Dessers is just about to nick that and Lager Bielka kicks him then I think Dessers plays on and it mm. should be a goal but I think I think Don Robertson got that right I've got to say didn't see it in real time Took a, a replay for for us to see it here as well. Can I just po- point out the obvious though, John? See if Don Robertson was so desperate to cheat your team, would he not just have ruled the goal out straight away? Well, for me, that's what the DR referee is there for. I'll put my hand up. Maybe it was a wee bit 50-50. But for me, in reading it, uh, Daniel's put the pressure on him to try and make him make a mistake. He's managed to get his leg and his body in front of him before he kicks the ball. He then whisks his leg back and kicks him in the back of the leg and it's a, a foul for Celtic. John, I, I respect everyone's right to look at incidents and, and, and analyse them, but, but John, you did come on and, and be pretty strong about Don Robertson, so I'll ask it again. If Don Robertson was so desperate to do Rangers out of it, why would he not just give a free kick there and then? He's had to hold up... His own hands You might not agree But he has to go over To that monitor In front of everyone And And admit that He got He got it wrong That doesn't sound like Someone who Is, de- is desperate to rule A goal out for Rangers He could have just Gave the free kick Straight away But my My, my opinion's My opinion you, you won't be able to change No but I'm not asking you To change your opinion On the incident John I'm asking you to admit That to make it all about Some sort of deliberate Act by Don Robertson doesn't stand up to any scrutiny whatsoever. Okay, okay. Maybe I'm a wee bit in a heat in the moment, but for me, that's not a foul. That's that is fair. That I can live with you. Well, okay, but I can't believe that John, out of this wreckage of a day, uh, that's all he can do. No. Blame the referee. Yeah. They're you know he's exonerating a Rangers team who were hopeless. Yeah, look, and Gordon. To be fair, lots mm. of Rangers fans have. But we've nearly, we've nearly done this for an hour, and everyone has crit- criticised Rangers. Um, it, it was a it was a big moment in the game. I don't think it's it's not it's not wrong to talk about it. It's a big mm. moment in the game. Yeah, and, it, and you quite rightly say, Gordon. Everybody will have their opinion on it in real time. I think, like the rest of the guys, I'm thinking great play with Dessers. He's went over as uh, Alex uses the phrase, picked his pocket. Right, great play, cut back, roof puts it in. Terrific start for Rangers. Places as as bouncing inside Ibrox. But when he gets called over uh, the, you know, with the VR over to the TV screens, and I've watched it two or three times, only in my opinion, and everybody's different, I thought he called it correctly. And very quickly, just so we're not ignoring any of John's points, did Dyson Maida elbow Todd Cantwell no. in the face? Not at all. No, 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 re- no recollection of that happening. Let's go to Pataudry quickly because we've got a huge game there between Aberdeen and Hibs. We'll get some team news from Dave Galloway. 
Yeah, thanks, Gordon. Plenty incentive here for these teams. Smarting from Euro defeats and keen to bounce back straight away. And both Aberdeen and Hibs without a Premiership win so far this season. The Dons did play some very good football versus Hacking on Thursday night, but were let down at key moments in attack and defence. The managerless high bees, they're surely very low on confidence after three league defeats and that 8-0 aggregate pummeling by Aston Villa. Aberdeen make a couple of changes in come Connor Barron and Angus McDonald out drop Shaden Morris and Leighton Clarkson so they will line up Keller Roos in goals a back three of Angus McDonald Slobodan Rubicic and Richard Jensen midfield Mickey Devlin Connor Barron Graham Shinney and James McGarry with Jamie McGrath playing off the front two of Boyan Majofsky and Duke the subs for the Dons Doohan McKenzie Clarkson Gay, Hayes, Sockler, Morris, Polvara and Duncan. Three changes for Hibbs, Will Fish, Dylan Venti and Martin Boyle. In for Rocky Bashiri, Jordan Obita and Christian Doidge. So it's David Marshall in goals. Across the back, Lewis Miller, Will Fish, Paul Hanlon and Lewis Stevenson. Midfield three, Josh Campbell, Jimmy Jago and Joe Newell. Dylan Venti up top, supported on either side by Martin Boyle and Ellie Ewan. The subs, Boric, Lafondre, Doidge, Harbottle, Del Ferrier, Bushiri, Molotnikov, McAllister and Megwa. Match officials, David Munro is your referee and it's Stephen Kirkland on VAR duties. Life after Lee Johnson and up against the Aberdeen side who could be doing with a win themselves here. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and I think Aberdeen will get the win. Uh, I think they've got too much for Hibs. Whoever gets uh, the job vacated by Lee Johnson will have a, a substantial rebuild on his hands. That there, there are players there not up to the job, and a, a lot of people will come in the January window. Uh, Alex Ray, I was going to hang on to you till we heard from Michael Beale, but he's taking his sweet time. Both of them are. We will hear them soon, but I think we'll let you go before they lock the gates at Ibrox. Your final sort of thoughts on the game now the dust has settled? Yeah, I think it's all about, you know, what Michael Beale comes out with afterwards, Gordon. There was such uh, kind of furore afterwards about the performance. Uh, you know, I think there's a real kind of split in the Rangers camp now, whether Michael Beale's a man to go forward or not. And ultimately, he's going to have two weeks to reflect on that, as is his players. You know, the, I think the one thing for me quickly, Gordon, is that going forward over the next couple of weeks, you know, several. There has to be a marked improvement in their consistency throughout, and they have to go on a run now because you know that's you know four points behind already after four games, and it can't be uh, afford to be any longer. Well, Alex Ray, thanks for joining us. A pleasure. It was Alex at Ibrooks alongside Andrew McLean, who's down getting the thoughts of Michael Beale and Brendan Rogers. I'm absolutely certain you'll want to hear what they've got to say. We're here for another hour, so not only are you going to hear from them. Going to hear from you as well. What did you make of it? Pick up that phone and let us know, please. It's Clyde One Super Scoreboards Open Line 0141 Hugh Keevans, Mark Wilson, and Gordon DL are here as we calmly and rationally discuss the big talking points <laughs> from the game at Ibrooks. The good news for you is you'll hear a tiny bit less of us because we're going to hear from Michael Beale and Brendan Rogers very soon. Uh, and the more calls we can get in here in this section the better we've also got two big games 
Kicking off at three o'clock, Aberdeen Hibs and Hearts Motherwell, Gordon Dale. Yeah, massive. Um, two very exciting games. Motherwell going through to Tyne Castle against a, a poor Hibs team at uh, Hearts team at this moment in time. Sorry, um, Motherwell fancy that. Aberdeen after the disappointment of Thursday night, can they bounce back against a a team with no manager and obviously come in for a a bit of hefty um, aggregate result against Aston Villa? So two two games that. I fancy Motherwell and Aberdeen this afternoon The thing is Hugh Everyone's over all this talk About the game at Ibrox If Motherwell win by four It'll be them that's top of the league Well there you are And I was, I was going he to says say tongue in cheek Out of Hearts last 14 league games They've won three Three out of 14 And uh, they are in a poor way And they were done in Europe During the week And done over quite heavily um, Motherwell do have a chance at Tynecastle because at the, the the Frankie McAvoy Stephen Naismith managerial duo whoever's in charge today at the moment it's not working. Okay, oh one four one nine five one one zero two five is the number that James in Drumchapel has dialed. How are you feeling, James? I am angry. I'm raging, and I am. I'm just. I've just heard Michael Beale, and I, my God, man, I, uh, he's disappointed at not getting at least a draw at home against Celtic. I'm sorry, guys. The, the party's over. That man's going to go, and I will not be setting foot back in Ibrox again until he's doing that. Because that the day, uh, Ruth, who was your best chance of a goal today. And I think the whole stadium can have told him that as well when they, get, when they started to take off. I just don't see anything in what Michael Beale's bringing to the party for me because he seems to have overloaded in the middle of the park. We have got no width. So when our fullbacks now look up, we have got nobody. Now I sit in the Brimlin rear and that is it all. The, the, the amount of times that Tavernier and Sterling go to the ball and there's nobody for a fullback to hit is a disgrace for me. How this guy can turn around and say, oh, I need to go and get a uh, Ryan Kent replacement and then Disney replace him. Now, for me, we've been crying out for a, a ball-winning centre-half for years, not just since Bill came in. But yet he still thinks that Conor Goldson's good enough to fill that gap. He's no... Conor Goldson's had one good season with Rangers. One... And I'm no sick of this, guys. We have got a team that is full of serial losers. That's it. And I'm sick of it now. I am absolutely sick of it. It's, it's not these players that need to go into work in the morning and face Celtic supporters and get yet another ribbon. No, no. They can go way up the road tonight. They can their work in the morning. But they'll probably not even be in the morning. They'll have a nice wee cushy day off and uh, I'll be back to work and they can all have a wee laugh and a joke. Well, the real Rangers fans who are selling out hard-earned money to go and watch that today are the ones that are sat, let myself sit, raging about it. Um, I'm done now with Michael Beale. He can pack his bags and he can leave now. If he needs to after the airport, I'm your man. I'll do it for nothing. Well, there you it's are. It's a sensational, it's a sensational yeah. call. You have if, to hand it to if, James. If you spend hundreds of pounds, as James has done, on a season ticket, and you are declaring on radio today that you will not be back inside the ground until Michael Beale is no longer Rangers manager, then... You know how much more of this uh, can the Rangers fans take, and the reaction? Uh, I assume James is one of them when the players went round the park, open hostility. Uh, he's now he painted himself into a, a corner, Michael Beale. James, you're not the guy in the orange Rangers top who was saying you, 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 <laughs> and then pointing where the players should go. Are you? Oh, it's 
to ask at the Bruno and Rear if I can. I think if I'd have got to them, I'd have probably ended up trading a night in the cells tonight, guys. If I'd have got my hojo to any of them. Oh, steady, steady. <laughs> right, well, don't, don't, say it, don't say anything you'll regret on live radio, James. Um, we need to track that guy down. He's 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 gone viral, and you knew uh, he would. Because yeah. <laughs> listen, you can laugh. Every football fan's done that. You, 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 you get to, yeah. you know, that yeah. was the. But he kept going with the you, yeah. you, you, oh, you. I was a bit concerned, but you can hear the anger and the frustration that James has shown tonight. Look, I've heard this now for the last two managers with Rangers. Everybody loved Van Bronckhorst, wanted him, and all of a sudden became the, you know, get him out campaign. Michael Beale, everybody, he'll turn he'll turn this team into a very attacking team. He's a brilliant coach and he's this and he's that. For me, I thought he's got to reinvent the wheel. I, I agree with the Rangers fans. I think the Rangers fans are looking and thinking, we don't see an improvement. I don't see an improvement in the Rangers side. And and if you're bringing in players, and the caller said before, well, he doesn't buy into this new team because only, what, three, I think, started today. But there was another three or four made an impact for the bench got to ask the question why then the bench Danilo's been brought in for big money can hardly get seen Dessars looks like he's 50% fit to me Seema's in and out Matondo gets a, a good game against Morton all of a sudden plays in the two biggest games the Rangers season so far can we assume though that Dessars is now fit and that's just how he moves I well mean, well, if he does Rangers are in trouble with their signing let what, me tell what's you he, what's he up to now though in terms of what will that be Including qualifiers and so on He's played nine games How many times has he been subbed? No, I, I Nearly every that, game probably Right and I, and I know the modern You can go the argument Well Kyogo scored today And he was subbed right But They're offering nothing You know And I'm, I, I totally understand The frustration of Rangers um, Supporters They were promised this Fantastic coach Who took all the credit For what Steven Gerrard did Come up and sat there, Van Bronckhorst left, he he came into the, the hot seat. Rangers, I think, fans were looking for something really, really different. Michael it's Beals, went back the way for me. Michael Beale's problem is that football managers do not remain in office in defiance of the supporters' wishes. And, you know, if things get worse, then the board will have to react because the supporters... I mean, if you get fans saying, I won't come back... Then Michael Beale has to have a, a very dramatic transformation And quickly Otherwise he will be off At what point or how much personal blame The players take in this James? They both take their hands up as well Because for me look, I watched the, uh, the Kilmarnock Celtic game And what Kilmarnock did was Who's Celtic a Player that makes them tick Callum McGregor So what did they do? They stuck somebody on him and says Don't come after him Make sure everything he gets the ball You're right on him what did we do today? Our, our so-called hard man, uh, uh, Ryan Jack, was about four postcodes away from him. And that, uh, I, I'm, I'm sitting looking at the game and I'm sitting thinking, go and just put somebody on him. Go and make a tackle. At least uh, at least show the, to the fans that you actually care what's going on in that part. But not one of them today, guys. I would do, uh, uh, Butland was the only one I would probably give pass marks to. And that is a really bad day when you're uh, pass mark man in a team um, as your goalkeeper. You're looking for somebody like your Todd Cantwell. Now, for me, I don't think Cantwell's getting played in the right position. For me, you let Cantwell go and do a roaming job. Now, Cantwell, at times, was going and pressing the ball, but he can't do it himself. He was gone, and as soon as he pressed, it opened up a, a, a space, and Celtic just passed through this. It was like a training game the day for Celtic. 
Well, I think on Cantwell, I think even when he was in possession today, he was so poor. And Cantwell's the one that's made Rangers tick when they have underperformed in weeks gone by and dug them out of hole sometimes. And that can happen. Players like Cantwell will have an off day. But it's up to the others to step up to the mark. Um, so, yeah, the players do have to take a portion of the blame. But the problem that Beal's got... It, Again, it comes down to style. Fans want to see an identity and want to see a style run through your team, no matter the personnel. And I think indecision has killed him. In pre-season, I think the, the earlier guys that called up, he had an idea and he didn't like the idea and he's tried to then bring Matondo from cold storage into the team and start playing with width. And before you know it, I think that gives uh, brings indecision to the actual team, to the players on the pitch. Are we going to stick with this formation? Is he going to change it? Then when substitutes come on, Matondo comes off and you put Daniel on, there is no cohesion behind it. And, and that's the problem that Michael Beale finds himself in. You can point the finger at the players, but ultimately it's the manager and what he's bringing to the party that that's going to be judged. And it's it's not been good enough for 10 months, remember, not three three months since the transfer window um, he got his players in. From the moment he walked in, there's been very few performances that Rangers fans have called this show and went, wow, we were amazing today. Michael Beale must have been working on that in the training pitch because I could see uh, and practice on the pitch. It's just not been there over a, a long period. So that's why he finds himself in trouble. And Hugh's right, when you get fans calling up and saying that they won't be back... As long as the manager's there That's when you mm. get a problem Right thank you James Passionate stuff mm. from James And from Chapel uh, What about the Celtic side of things It's always the losing team Gets the, the anger out um, And you hear that the loudest But Mark And Carmyle You must be delighted Oh uh, gentlemen uh, How you doing God, uh, The Gordons Mark and Shug Good uh, thank you Good Probably good. not as good as you Well your namesake <laughs> will be Loving life as no, well The rest of us are just uh, Enjoying the show yeah, I'm just, I'm, I'm just, um, just lapping up the Rangers comments there, just uh, for the fans. I just, uh, Brendan, like a, a wee bit of kind of uh, shout out should be to Brendan Rogers today because he absolutely skilled Michael Beale today. Uh, his tactics, the football that was getting played, Celtic played some great football today. I think you'd admit that, gentlemen. Today is a massive day for Brendan Rogers on a personal level. We had a caller yesterday who referred to Brendan as arrogant and said that he was here for himself and not for the good of the club. Uh, you know, I would love to hear from that gentleman today and what he thinks about Brendan Rogers. Now, Brendan came in with all of the nonsense about people demanding a public apology because he left mid-season, although Celtic went on to win the league that season. Uh, and then he had to put up with all the criticism that followed at the cup defeat at Kilmarnock the goalless draw with St Johnston today he went to Ibrooks with a makeshift side he overcame the fact that several several key players were denied him by injury and he has Kyogo to thank for a quite remarkable three points for Celtic so today on a personal level, is a huge one for Brendan Rodgers. It helps address the Ange ball question, the post-Postacoglu panic that set in among the Celtic supporters. Uh, he has shown that he can construct a team and he has a style of football in his mind, on his mind, that he can use 
productively Yeah, Mark, we said the build-up to this game Was really about the losing manager Was going to get dogs abuse So it's only fair then, as, as Mark says To credit the winning one Of course, because he got things spot on today um, Went for the tried and trusted In terms of who was playing in the front line You asked my team yesterday And I had some of the new signings in there We've got to say the big talking point was the back line And particularly scales We're all saying about Phillips and is he ready? Well Brendan Rodgers must have looked at that and thought No he's not ready and I trust scales But just the style, stuck to his style um, Stuck to the Kyogo coming deeper at times uh, And bouncing off him And he has to take huge credit Because it would have worked the other way had he lost So Brendan Rodgers is a top manager And things will click together One thing you see with Brendan Rodgers Is his style his identity on a team Unlike Michael Beale For the last 10 months You see it pretty quickly And he's got a winning mentality And he wasn't arrogant When he says it um, He knows how to win He knows how to go to Ibrox And win That's key in those fixtures So well, he takes huge credit Were you one of those Celtic fans that, that was fearing the worst Before today Mark Because there's no point In pretending that You know everyone Knew this would happen How, how did you feel about it all? I think there was always A kind of You know Like I don't know what kind of slight worry, but I think after watching Rangers' recent performances and the way they played against PSV, uh, Celtic are coached by a top manager and they're, co- they're coached by Brendan Rodgers who done not too shabby in the English Premiership and his previous record at Celtic was, was flawless. So, was I worried? Yeah, I was worried because we had to get a makeshift team, but I'm not worried about the coach and that's what most Rangers fans are worried about, their coach. And I think we've got a great coach and once we get our team back, I don't think anybody's going to... I think, I, 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 dare I say, there could be another another great season for Celtic. You know, well, like so, you, it, it is going to be a long season, right? We yeah. don't know for sure. But if this is Celtic underperforming and misfiring and yes, they're out of cup, four points ahead, the Rangers going into the first international break. Yeah. Um, Brendan lost his first cup tie with Celtic, his first in 25. One defeat in 25 cup ties. Uh, so the, the fans wanted the treble as a minimum requirement So they won't get a treble But I think today he is entitled Those who were clamouring for an apology from Brendan Rogers, Brendan Rogers is entitled to say to them uh, For all the names that I have been called Fraud, Judas, etc Brendan Rogers is entitled to say I think you owe me one today You know what, in the fixtures When the fixtures rolled out And he looked at them and seen Aberdeen away and Rangers away in the first four games There's there's no sterner test than that To get through Now he'd score three at Pataudry And then keep a clean sheet mm. at Ibrox with that, that deserves huge yeah. credit I mean it does make the home draw against St Johnston A bit more frustrating Of course, yeah um, look, There's no getting away from that And how poor that performance was But we always chat about How you bounce back from a disappointing result The talk was how Rangers would bounce back From midweek today from a disappointing result I made the point yesterday It's incredibly difficult sometimes Psychologically To bounce back Those Celtic players That took to the field today Have been there Over the course And distance And done it before Mentally strong And they showed that today Now Scales and Lager Bielka Are new to the fold But I think with the help Of their teammates They got through And Scales rightly at, In my opinion Awarded man of the match So well done to him What did you make of Of them Mark Because so much was said And people were desperate To see a uh, Nat Phillips who hadn't kicked a ball in nine months Play at the expense of Liam Scales But he did well didn't he? Yeah, yeah But I think before the match When you were you know, kind of You were kind of assessing the teams And you were looking at it So there was a wee bit of kind of 
like you know, trepidated kind of worry. But I thought Liam Scales was was unbelievable today. To be honest, like I thought the other boy, the, the Swedish boy, kind of struggled a wee bit, but he kind of managed to get his composure back sometimes. But I thought Scales was was phenomenal. To be honest, like what a, what a debut at Ibrox. Hugh, I'm going to say it. Yeah. Narrative yeah. This week has all been about Celtic's defence uh-huh. And again We shouldn't rewrite history Lager Bielka Had shaky moments For sure But When all said and done Did you expect That pair Firstly to play Then get a clean sheet And within it p- Particularly Liam Scales a, a good performance Not at all uh, I, You know uh, Mark said he Concerns uh, I think Celtic supporters Would have been Fearful uh, of what might have happened But all credit to Scales Who stood his ground Who vindicated Brendan Rodgers' decision Not to let him go back to Aberdeen On a permanent basis this time So he can feel very pleased with himself Lagabielka has survived A baptism of fire In the old firm context Because to go there with a side As weak as Celtic were forced to go there with uh, he had his bad moments Undoubtedly He had bad moments But he'll be all the better For the experience Brendan Rodgers Won't be able to put Any more pace into him Because he, he clearly Doesn't have much But uh, This will be a big day for him On a Professional level And we, we need to acknowledge it The elephant in the room How could I forget Stu Ram has tweeted How are you not pulling Hugh up For his undoubtedly Celtic will lose At Ibrooks statement I, I didn't say that Last just, week you did Did I? Yeah did I? Mm. Anyway uh, Yeah that's. The, yeah, I, I stand here and I offer an opinion <laughs> now and, and when it's when I didn't it's, say that When it's the When it's the wrong opinion mm. Yeah I, Yeah I, I said that And I was wrong There you are Stu He's sorry I think we can all Move on Be pals uh, Right Still goalless between Hearts and Motherwell A Decent enough opening at Tynecastle Still goalless between Hibbs and Aberdeen as well Fish has headed over from a Newell cross Good play from Martin Boyle there as well Forcing a save um, So chances at both ends Because Devlin had a header over early on For Aberdeen But if you want to hear from Michael Beale And you want to hear from Brendan Rogers, You might as well stay right there And we'll do it next After the action It's your reaction 0141-951-1025 Clyde One Super Scoreboards Open Line It's that time after a big game where we hear from the managers and you lot either hang on every word because you love what your manager's done or you're shouting at your radio because you can't believe what your manager's coming away with. Let's start with the home boss, Michael Beale. Of course, he spoke about the VAR decision which cost Rangers an opener and the chances and the performance and the result. We started the game quite well. Obviously, the first goal was clearly offside. The VAR decision... I'm not sure about because I think that Cyril puts his foot down and the boy actually kicks him. I think he's a lucky boy. So I'm disappointed that goes against us. Having said that, there's a lot of football to be played afterwards. It's a really poor goal, a goal that you cannot concede because it's an isolated moment. We almost concede the goal ourselves. It's a good finish from the lad, but we shouldn't concede a goal like that. In the second half, I thought we pushed, we chased the game and we had big moments to score. We could create more, but we certainly had big moments to score and we didn't. So it's a bitterly disappointing day. It's not the result anybody wanted. And obviously at this stage of the season, it's not where we want to be in terms of points difference either. In the second half, we had opportunities. Sam had a big one. We had a big one with Danilo as well. We have the chance in the first half, it goes across and, and Cyril can't get there. And I think obviously we scored in the moment that the, the decision goes against us. So it's fine margins, but 
it's hugely disappointing. I felt today the team pushed. I thought at times we could do better with the ball. Our use of the ball could be better, certainly in the second half, but we still created enough opportunities to score goals today more than Celtic. I'm not too sure about that. I mean, Celtic yeah. had pretty clear-cut chances when you think of Kyogo in the first half. You think of the one in the second half that Button saves and Maeda just misses it back post and another time Kyogo's through and the goal. Celtic, Brendan Rodgers could feel hard done by that Celtic didn't take more of them. In terms of the chances, of, yes, look, Rangers did create some chances. Lammers was a huge chance. Danilo, I thought Hart was on to him right away. But... It was all kind of isolated moments. There was no, no real build-up play to create those sorts of chances time and time again against a Celtic backline that were retreating closer to Joe Hart as every minute ticked by. So I think that's where the Rangers fans were disgruntled that they just didn't build on any Lammers was, was your big one, Mark. I think I know it's a tight angle, but he goes round Joe Hart. He's got to score. For me, he's got to score. Danilo, I think, does brilliant, but I think you're right. I think it's good goalkeeping. I'd expect Butland to be the same up the other end. I think that the goalkeeper's a bit experienced. They can read the situation, make it difficult for a striker. Of course, he's got to be disappointed. He's, he's just lost a game that I think, well, I know every Rangers fan and a lot of Celtic fans were thinking that Rangers may win this afternoon uh, because of the situation. Um, they've not even scored a goal at Ibrooks. And you look at where Celtic finished uh, the game with their back four. So I think that he is disappointed. I think he's disappointed with a lot of it. I think he's got to come out and defend his players. That's what you do as a manager. But it's not good enough. He's not kidding him on just now. He can talk it up about the VR decision. Yes, he's got his opinion that like we all have. But the majority of the Rangers fans know right now this is not good enough. There's no Michael, point sugar uh, Michael, it. Michael Beale has to be careful what he says now. Because the fans can see with their own eyes. We've already had a caller today saying he won't go back to Ibrooks until Michael Beale is no longer there. So he has to be careful what he says and not to alienate the Rangers fans further. And he, he, he went for the old managerial favourite, fine margins. What fine margins? They had a makeshift Celtic team, numerous chances, and didn't take any of them No well, fine margins Well this might be Juicier on that Sort of front then Because that first clip It was good But it was, I think that was More like him summing up Just the game And the way he felt It, it went throughout But he was you know, he asked about Kind of feeling the pressure and, and can he win The fans back Well listen I understand it When the results Have been the last two I understand the frustration From the fans It's with the shirt It's not just here At Rangers It's anywhere It's a derby it's a game where there's a lot of emotion involved in it and the fans expect their team to get a result and we didn't. So that's par for the course. In terms of pressure, you're always under pressure in this job. You're only ever uh, a couple of results not going your way to feel that, but the, the most pressures that we put on ourselves, and, and so we've fallen short of that today because I expected and wanted us to get a result. And over the course of the 90 minutes, I think the result's harsh on us, but in terms of these games, they're only about the result. I think that the team can win the fans back by winning games of football, and that's what they have to do. The game's not harsh on them. You know, they had plenty of chances. It's their own fault that they lost 1-0 uh, and as I say he has to be careful what he says now because that's not how the fans read the game uh, that it was a harsh result that's the, the, the booing that followed the Rangers players around the park tells you that the fans don't believe fine margins and the fans don't believe that it was harsh the booing was because Rangers were poor 
I think you was right there. You know, you have to gauge the level of frustration from the the home support in the ground and the pictures after that. I don't think a line with Michael Beale that this was a game that Celtic nicked and you know they had the cross. We had the crossbar, hit the post. We we were denied by Joe Hart and sparkling form. Wasn't it any of that at all? And the reaction of the Rangers fans told you that. So I don't think Michael Beale can kid anybody on that that was the case. Um, Celtic had chances. Celtic took one of those chances. Rangers had a couple and didn't and were poor in the amount of possession that they had. And that's the truth about how that game panned out today. We'll hear from Brendan Rodgers in a second. But what about Robert, who's a Rangers fan? There, Robert, are you buying your manager's explanation? Hi guys, how you doing? Uh, I'm buying nothing after me. <laughs> He's talking utter nonsense. After watching that today, um, Bill, Bill has to go. I mean, that was absolutely... Rangers never laid a glove in Celtic today. Not one glove on a makeshift defence. Um, we were second best all round the pitch. Um, we are clueless. We are riddleless. Uh, I don't know what else to say. I mean, we've not got any structure within the team. We don't know what system we play. And we haven't got any leadership. Um, Tavernier throws his arms about like a headless chicken. And Cantwell, Cantwell today, that must have been his poorest game in the Rangership. Uh, he struts about that park as if he's a superstar. And, uh, and, and, and a superstar is definitely not. Um, I'm, Bill must go on that. So I'm going to be back at Ibrox as well. I'm, I'm with the first colour. I'll never be set foot back in Ibrox until Michael Beals goes. Really though, I mean really, right? Once the international break comes and Scotland qualify for the Euros, but that's neither here nor there. Um, you know, and it, it rolls round again. You won't you won't go back and get behind that team? No chance. But Michael Beale, no chance. And and people are saying he's a good coach. He could be coaching under thirteen team. Looking at that today, that was atrocious and that's not been the that's been all, all season. Even against Morton, it's been all season we played with us. But, uh, we've not got any identity No structure No leadership We're a Celtic We've got a, a good team Good players Good structure And a good recruitment team You've got no one The level of Passionate criticism Aimed at Rangers Is yeah, quite striking yeah. today Hugh Because look we know You've been on this show many times You yeah. know people are going to Lash out after uh, A game But a lot of it is it's Really well thought out and, and like I say Really passionate Strong disagreement of what they're seeing. I was taken aback by the noise that followed the final whistle when the Rangers players went around the park. Yeah, because I thought at first it was the ref going down the tunnel or something, yeah. but then you could tell it was more than that. Yeah, uh, and now all those images are on social media uh, and they signify the level of unrest. And Robert, the second caller today to say he won't go back to Ibrooks. Now, Michael Beale, as I say, has to transform things. Overnight, the next time Rangers play St Johnston, uh, then they have to win and win convincingly at Perth. Uh, otherwise, Michael Beale might as well call up the removal firm and uh, make arrangements because the Rangers fans, on the evidence of today's programme, and that will be repeated, the Rangers fans are not having him. Uh, right, let's. Yeah, sorry, I was just checking. I, think, mm. I thought Motherwell had gone a goal up, but I think it's been ruled out for offside, hasn't it? Well, it has been, but I, I was wondering if it was. Side? No, but I think the first ball up might have been, but I, I would have. Oh, what uh, a sensational goal we're here, and it could have been 
Yeah, well, my mates are texting me going, never offside in a million years. Uh, right, we'll keep... I mean, Robert is, is not happy at all, and I wonder if... Um, I wonder, yeah, in fact, that goal does stand for Motherwell. My friends were right. Well done, lads. Yeah, Callum Slattery. Enjoy the game. Callum Slattery uh, with the goal for Motherwell to put them one up at Tynecastle. Um, Robert, I'm so strong in his criticism there. I'll keep you on the line, Robert, and I'll... Sorry to do this to you, but I'm going to play more from Michael Beale and then find out what you made of it. He was asked why more new signings didn't start, and I don't know if he liked the question so much. I think, look, when we lose six players that play in the front positions, you have to sign some. They can't all play at the same time. That's fair. You know, the, the players can't all play if they play in the same position. That's obvious. And we had to sign these players. There's been a lot said about the fees. I'll tell you, you're miles out. And we're, who costs what and who costs this? You're miles out. We had to replace the players that went out. They've all contributed so far. They could all show a little bit more. I don't think it's a slight on anybody that we picked Kamar Roof today or the form that Rabbi Matondo's been in. And I don't think it'd be a slight on anyone if Tom Lawrence plays over a new signing. They're part of our squad. We invested probably about 13 million in nine players. It's not like we spent millions on one or two. We spent 13 million on nine players. At times, the right balance has got to be sought out and that's probably where the team needs to come together. But it's after a defeat, all those questions are going to come forward. Today's game was in our hands and we let it slip through our own faults. The gist of that, Robert, is don't worry, they didn't cost as much as people are saying. I'm not buying it. I'm not buying it one bit. He's talking a lot of nonsense and this Galen and Galen and Galen. What a load of nonsense. He's all summer to get all these places in our system. We don't even, I mean, before games in, plus the pre-season, plus European time, and we still don't even know what system he's playing. I'm obviously being a bit facetious, Hugh, um, but because he's not wrong to point it out. I get why he wants things to be accurate, but uh-huh. I don't think the Rangers fans are going to be feeling much better to hear that. Oh, don't worry, they, you know they didn't it, they didn't cost as much as you're all saying. He's also changed his tune. You know, he starts off by talking about fine margins, and then at the very end of that clip, he said that we, we lost it through our own fault. So, which one is it, Michael? Um, and incidentally, the press conference. Doesn't sound so much a press conference as a grilling. Uh, so everything, his transfers, the amount of money that's been spent, everything is coming under severe scrutiny here. So it's been a rank bad day for Rangers in general terms and a bad day for Michael Beale on a personal level. I, c- I can't disagree with that. And, and you just hear the anger tonight, the Rangers supporters... Usually they come on, they have a dig at one or two of the players, maybe criticise the manager. We'll get supporters on saying they're not going back to Ibrox. Um, I keep going back to this, you know, I've always believed that I've heard so much about Michael Beale as a coach, but every Rangers fan saying the exact same, no structure, don't know what we're doing, don't know what pattern we're playing to. There's been one signing for me, uh, and it's a goalkeeper I think has been excellent. The rest of the signings, the 30 million, whatever he spent on them, I would like to see where the value for money is coming from. Because none of them, and I mean none of them, have impressed me at all. Yeah, I, I would agree with that. When Michael Beale's then stating figures about nine players, and is that 13 million he says there? Well, still a lot of money, relative terms. And Daz is right. You need to see a return for that. Let's not take today's game in isolation. Because the caller before Robert said Same against Morton Really struggled across the line there Kilmarnock Kilmarnock brought in Was that nine players? They cost 13 million Jailed pretty well against 
Rangers and Celtic So You know A lot of it's kind of Try to Direct Redirect And and say Don't worry Everything will be fine But Rangers Fans are looking for Things to be Much better now And even if you do lose Today's game Which can happen The performance And the style the identity has to be there that gives them some optimism. Do you know what makes it worse? Ahead. Do you know what makes it worse, Mark? If, I think if you're a Rangers fan, there's no way that Celtic are a finished article just now. Yeah. Right. Yeah. You looked at Celtic today. They went there. The what they finished with and everybody highlights and brilliant. They got a clean sheet. That was to go to Ibrox, a place that you've won two in the last nine. You're probably underdogs because I think a lot of people fancied Rangers at home. Um, and to come out with three points and a clean sheet, Celtic aren't firing and all, you know, cylinder. They're not the, the explosive side that we've seen before. And yet, Rangers still struggle against them. Uh, right, we'll leave Robert to go. He was very passionate in his criticism of his team, which is absolutely understandable on a day like that. Thank you very much, Robert. It was nice to hear from you. Uh, what else is out there on the phones Let us know You can tweet us as well of course At Clyde SSB Craig Graham says I think I was at a different game Very frustrating to lose I thought Rangers were okay A little sloppy and slow But fine margins Away from being 2-0 up I can see why Beal brought those players in I think we need to settle on a formation That's better suited to the players But it's an overreaction from me Anger against expectations Rather than reality Well man's entitled to his opinion uh, but I, I do think that uh, we've heard all manner of criticism of the team today. Uh, criticism of an ageing back four, as one caller put it. Uh, criticism of Cantwell and Raskin not rising to the occasion. Uh, a succession of strikers on the park. A succession of misses to accompany them. Uh, I, you know, I, I do think that they were not getting off lightly. Uh, from some supporters And I think the, the gentleman that you're Reading from there Is letting them off lightly We do go week to week on this stuff Because mm-hmm. the similar things were being said About Callum McGregor and Various others last week when, you know, From a Celtic perspective But Gordon it is a bad, it's a bad combination when Fine The new signings aren't doing much yet mm-hmm. So that's annoying the Rangers fans But they're also saying oh, I think Tavernier's in the decline Goldson started making more mistakes and Suter does well in game, but he's also kind of there or thereabouts every time we can see the goal. Starting to worry about the guys that were met. And, you know, Cantwell, Raskin, after today, it feels like they're starting to worry about guys they thought they could hang their hat on. Yeah. Do you know what? I've got to be honest, I feel for Tavernier at times. He's got to be sticking one in the net for 30, 40 yards. He's got to be hitting a free kick. He's got to be doing something for to justify him being the captain. Did he play well today? No, he didn't. So what's going to happen is he's going to get this label with no leaders, with nobody mm. on the pitch. But fine, Taver- forget that. Right, I'm talking about just his performance. Over yeah, over I thought he was minutes. poor. I thought Tavernier was poor today. I thought the two centre-halves, who I was being impressed with, Golson and Suter, when it comes to the big moments covering each other, I don't think they balance off each other particularly well, especially today. And, and Mark highlighted, quite rightly so, the defensive shape when they lost the goal. One, Golson can't header a ball straight. Was it O'Reilly headed it straight? Yeah. O'Reilly. And then you've got Suter with five yards of difference off your centre back. Too easy. Kill go in. Bang. What a finish. Terrific. Beats the goalkeeper. All ends up. But I just feel sorry. I, Golson makes a great goal line save. You've got to say great defending from him. 
yeah, the, the the new signings will always come in for the criticism, but I just think collectively, Gordon, I'm going to say collectively, I just think today, apart from the goalkeeper, I would not have given anybody pass marks in that team. Now Matondo says I think Craig was at a different game It was a shambles At times <laughs> in the first half We weren't pressing them Whenever we got the ball Instead of getting it down and playing We punted it back to Celtic Managed by Brendan Rogers, Who you can hear next The games are over The talking begins 0141-951-1025 Clyde One Super Scoreboards Open Line Hugh Evans, Mark Wilson and Gordon DL are in the final part of today's show But fear not, we're back at 6 o'clock tomorrow for more of the same fun, Hugh Evans, And it's uh, international week so it might last a few days yet Now, you know, we're dealing the immediate aftermath of this game And therefore, you know, people will admit that, that in the heat of the moment They might say things they later regret So I'll be very interested to tune in tomorrow night at 6 o'clock to see Because this programme so far has been dedicated to the Beal out movement. This will be some test. Can Scotland qualifying for the Euros knock this game off of top spot on Clyde One Super Scoreboard? Not, not in this life <laughs> or the next. Oh, tomorrow I'm going to no, see. No, not tomorrow. It won't. Uh, but but tomorrow, my main interest when I tune in at six o'clock will be: Does the Beal out movement continue into the day after when the, when there's been sober reflection Sorry Hugh Let's hear from Brendan Rogers then Fantastic result for us You look at the squad of players We have here And we get half Our team missing I think the We needed the players To come here and play Like men And, and they did that I thought first half We were very good on the ball Just getting through the pitch Really well And that's important When you come here You have to be able to manage The football And try and take away The intensity from the crowd And we did that Got into some really good positions And maybe just lack the, the cleanness And just the the final pass that would have got us in a bit earlier but we get the goal I think we deserve in the first half and it's a goal that I've said to the players about doing the dirty bit as well we scored a goal similar at Ross County where even though it's a really technical group of players you have to be able to compete and win the ball and and Matt O'Reilly makes a great header and all of a sudden we're in on goal and it's a brilliant finish against a really good keeper in Jack Butlin so I felt we deserved that in the first half. Second half, like I said, you expect pressure when you come to Ibrox. I've never been here and, and never had pressure in the game, but then it's all about standing up to that. And the players were absolutely magnificent. We had a few moments where we could have killed the game off, you know, with three breakaways that really we, we finish or should finish. And Jack Buckman makes a great save off of Barra. So could have been more convincing for us, but a brilliant win. That's exactly what the group needed. I think Brendan Rodgers has in recent days and weeks looked a subdued man, sounded like a subdued man. That is uh, the Brendan Rodgers the Celtic fans got the first time around. He knows the importance of that result today for him on a personal level, for the club in general terms. And he is clearly delighted with how his players Performed like men As he said They had to survive an onslaught And they had to survive that onslaught With players who would not normally be in the first team And they did so And I think you can tell There's a whole different demeanour there In Brendan Rodgers I think he analysed it perfectly well there You know, I agree with almost everything he says there Because He's well aware, and so am I, because I've been there before, that you're never going to go to Ibrox and dominate the game. You're going to come under pressure, and you're he's totally right. You need strong players, you know, um, big mentality to, to defend things in your box, and you need 
good players at the top end of the pitch when you get a chance to take at least one of them. And and Kyogo, he's got a top striker who, who takes that chance. And he's also correct that they could have just killed off the game and made it a bit easier for their back line in the closing maybe 10 minutes. But he'll be immensely proud. He'll be pleased because it was a huge afternoon for him. Had he lost the game, then the calls would have been totally different that we are facing and he would have come under fierce criticism from the Celtic fans but now he's got a bit of breathing space and he can relax and he's got goodwill back because that's what a win at Ibrox does for any Celtic manager the goodwill stays with you for a long time to come He'll be more than pleased he'll be over in the moon for, as far as I'm concerned he turned up there and when he named his team I'm sure he came in for a lot of criticism Let's be honest if you're a Celtic fan out there You've seen that starting to live in You started criticising the, the Celtic manager And when that's the case before a game You've got to produce the goods And uh, he got it right um, Look, he mentions he turns up there Without half a team But the one thing that Celtic have got I think that Rangers lack Is the fact that When they need that winning goal Or they need something special Celtic have got that man up front, Kyogo. You know, you don't see a lot of them at times, but the minute that ball is near a goal, he becomes alive. And that finish today was absolutely brilliant because everyone who's in the studio are looking, thinking, take a touch. And he hits it before Butlin and Brendan Rodgers is right as a terrific goalkeeper. He hits it before he's even set. It's in the back of net. It's a goal that gets him three points. And also to walk out there with a clean sheet It's a great day for Brendan Rodgers Okay, 01419511025 That is the number you need So pick up the phone and let us know what is on your mind after that Let's go to Alistair, who's a Rangers fan from Greenock Alistair? Hi gents, I just uh, like to offer a bit of a different perspective here um, I feel like there's a lot of bears dumping in conclusions with, with Bill. Um I think he's still got a lot to offer He's, he's the best the best man for the job And you know, as far as I'm concerned, we had injuries as well. Borna Barisic didn't make the match. Um, I think the VAR van must have been selling chips at the time when they were reviewing the goal because that was not a foul. Um, I think final, uh, you know, we can still win a treble. We can still win a quadruple, actually. You know, the only team. I don't think Celtic can do that, can they? So I just like to offer that perspective to the, to the panel. Oh, you never know. Celtic could win the Champions League and then it would maybe offset some yeah, of it. I mean, yeah. that's the stage we're at, Hugh. To to predict it in, in I think September On the back of losing seven goals Home and away to PSV I wouldn't be talking about winning European trophies Anytime soon really Alistair I actually I like an alternative view Always do I don't think it's healthy To just hear the same thing over and over um, But where are you getting the optimism from You know other than This would have been different If Borna Barisic was fit I just feel it's you know it's still four games in. Uh, Borna offers a lot. You know we've we signed a lot of players in the summer there that have a physical presence and you know he puts a good delivery into the box. So without him, it takes a lot out of the team. And you know we've had a long journey back, um, and the journey back's not complete yet. And I feel that you know Michael Beale's the man that that's going to you know steady the ship. And again, it's just it's early days. He's he's the best for the job. I think when Giovanni Van Bronckhorst took Rangers to a European final, I think that was the end of the journey. That, that 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 showed that the journey back had been completed. Rangers, any Scottish mm. club that makes a European final, that's a, a watershed moment. So all this stuff about journeys and being back. Um, things do change quickly because mm-hmm. the summer was largely about 
Borna Barisic isn't good enough and should be moved on a lot of range. And to be fair to me, he has actually started the season quite well. Yeah, I've liked um, him. But you know, it's now a case of oh, could the day have been different no. if he was fit? So no, if you're if, if if you're putting all your hope on the fact that Barisic been fit would make such a big difference for your campaign, then you're kidding yourself on first and foremost. Um, whether Michael Beale, I'm not here to get managers a sack. Whether Michael Beale stays on as a Rangers manager, I'll be down to results. That's the fans are are not happy tonight. They're um, they're venting their anger on this program. You can hear them quite rightly so because I think every Rangers fan thought this was going to be a a win today, and some thought it'd be a comfortable one. Let's not be kidded here. It's not turned out that way. The signings haven't turned out the right way as well so far. So there's a lot of work to be done there. Um, but you're already four games in and Celtic are already four points ahead. And if you look over at Celtic, they're not even the finished article yet as well. So a lot of football to be done, but Rangers need to start doing it very, very quickly if they've got any chance to stick with Celtic. The, the point of Barisic, by the way, I'm not being harsh here. I think if you're a badder and you've seen the lineup today, you'd be gutted that Barisic wasn't playing. You sometimes get players that you like playing against and you get joy playing against them. And Abada, certainly coming up against Barisic, he's the one for him. So with Sterling, it's an unknown quantity for for Abada, what he's getting. Abada, I thought, did well in the first half, and he maybe could have scored in the second. But Barisic, if he's who you're hanging your hopes on and getting a decent result, then, you know, hope is gone, in my opinion. <laughs> <laughs> I've got to be honest. And if Beal's the right man, well... You know, he's not new in the door. He's I keep getting back to this. He's been there a long time. I get it was someone else's team, but he's a coach and he needs to improve players that were already there. I don't think he did. And he needs to improve the players that he brings he brought to the club. And I'm not sure if he's doing that just now, four weeks into the season. Maybe a bit of a sideshow for today. It's not the, the big talking point, if you like, but it, it was the first time since this whole allocation debacle that the away team has won the game you know, yeah. and there was no celebration if you like afterwards and silence certainly when the goal went in albeit we've experienced that before this is what Brendan Rodgers had to say on that topic guys it's not the same game it's uh, such a shame like it's brilliant for us our resilience everything we had to show as, as Celtic players today and, and as a group what we had to withstand but it's not the same game so obviously when there's not a single supporter there for you, you know that you have to be a man. And, and for this group of players to come and do that and get the victory was, was absolutely brilliant. So yeah, there's no doubt they will grow from it. But I want to see the, hopefully the game back to, to what it used to be when I was first here. Hard again, Hugh. We know the reasons, so yeah. fine. You're not now going to displace all these season ticket holders from just from us and from the outside. And it, it, it did feel like that today. Kyogo's goal it's, it's silent people are, look, people are sort of looking around then it adds to the confusion over the offside yeah you get you get a bit of um, what's the word a bit of, a bit of drama because yeah. all the Rangers fans are booing at full time but yeah my problem is that I, I detect no willingness on the part of either club to alter the status quo which is no away fans uh, so it is regrettable but it's also given Brendan Rodgers the chance to reiterate the comment about his players being like men on the park and withstanding the fact that there were uh, no Celtic supporters inside the ground so for Brendan Rodgers it's been a tremendous day and for Rangers Football Club to think 50,000 Rangers fans a makeshift Celtic team 
And we didn't even score a goal Bad day Yeah I agree um, I agree with Brendan Rodgers First and foremost Let me say that about the supporters But it was all about Celtic today Pitched up there Rangers fancied it big time Clean sheet Three points Four points a gap now um, it's been a terrific day for Brendan Rodgers and Celtic A lot of question marks Michael Beale and his players Work to be done But it will continue over the coming weeks Until the next game Learned a lot about players on the pitch today Rangers, a, a lot of them A long way off it for the new boys for Celtic And those who people doubted Stood up like Brendan Rodgers said We're a man Got the three points and they'll move on into the international break. A happy bunch. It is half time in the three o'clock games where Motherwell lead 1 0 at Tynecastle and it's goalless between Aberdeen and Hibbs. But the big one here in Glasgow in the West and for many miles beyond finished Rangers 0, Celtic 1, and that means a guaranteed post mortem continuing for at least a few days yet. So make sure you join us at six o'clock tomorrow and have your say once the dust begins to settle and then we head into a big international week as well. But you might as well stay right there because the Hits UK chart with Sam Thompson is up next. <laughs>